Hello everyone, welcome to the Like the World Podcast, and I'm your host, LT World, and on this channel we talk about the things people don't like to talk about. We talk about politics, we talk about religion, and we talk about ideologies. If that sounds like something you're into, join us as we take a look at the things that drive culture. Do you really despise religious belief? I despise people whose belief in religion is so firm it justifies killing people. Inside, 39 members of the Heaven's Gate cult had taken their own lives. Once in a while I get people that really claim they don't believe in evolution. And my response generally is, oh, why not? We can't even begin to describe a living creature in anything resembling precise terms. Where do the laws of physics come from? It's, it's a question that doesn't work for me on multiple levels of analysis. Does God exist? When you woke up this morning, I bet you were faced with a million different experiences. What to eat, what to wear, whether or not to go to work with coffee to wake you up. We are faced with multiple different decisions throughout the day, if not millions and billions of decisions every day, every week, every, every year. We are just faced with decisions all the time. The question is, though, are these experiences of our own free will and volition, or are they determined for us? Free will falls into a similar category as consciousness, but it's a little bit more specific of a term. A lot of times, Christians or people of faith or religious people will say that we have some sort of spirit and some sort of level of free will. We're able to make decisions. However, most of your pure naturalists would say that we are driven by purely nature. I mean, as Richard Dawkins famously said, DNA neither cares nor knows. DNA just is, and we dance to its music. We don't have much of a decision. We don't have much of a choice as of what we're going to do. In reality, the choices we make are just illusions of choices. What they are actually driven by are DNA, neurons, energy, and atoms. This seems to be a common theme shared among naturalists, specifically new atheists. And I'm going to read a quote from Stephen Hawking, another new atheist, from his book, The Grand Design, to give you an idea of how he sees the idea of free will versus determinism. And I quote, Though we feel that we can choose what we do, our understanding of the molecular basis of biology shows that biological processes are governed by the laws of physics and chemistry, and therefore are as determined as the orbits of the planets. Recent experiments in neuroscience support the view that it is our physical brain following the known laws of science that determines our actions, and not some agency that exists outside those laws. For example, a study of patients undergoing awake brain surgery found that by electrically stimulating the appropriate regions of the brain, one could create in the patient the desire to move the hand, arm, or foot, or to move the lips and talk. It's hard to imagine how free will can operate if our behavior is determined by physical law. So it seems that we are no more than biological machines, and that free will is just an illusion. And philosophically speaking, this makes perfect sense if naturalism is true. Everything is just atoms and matter and energy. There is no spirit. There is no decision making. There is no real mind behind the system. It's just whatever atoms do and whatever atoms fire, whatever energy processes go through us, everything is just natural. And there is no actual spirit to say yes or no, to make decisions. And so from a philosophical standpoint, if everything's pure naturalism, it makes perfect sense that everything is just determined by nature itself. And we actually play no influence in any significant way. And we're just deluded in thinking that we do. Often this theory of naturalism, of determinism in regard to free will, is supported by studies done by Benjamin Libet who was a neuroscientist who was very interested in the idea and topic of free will. And he performed a study that was influential to Stephen Hawking's view on free will. And I'm going to let this, I'm going to let another guy explain it better than I could as far as what he actually did in his study. The experiment that Leibitt did was he would uh, ask a person to press a button 
when they decided to do so. So you put a button in, in front of them and you would have a clock with a sweep uh, hand and the person would just sit there and whenever they would decide, I think I'll press the button and push the button. He asked them when they made the decision to press the button, not when I pushed it, but when they decided to push it, just note the, the, the fraction of a second that was on the clock. At the same time, he was recording brain waves and he wanted to find out the moment you decide what happens in your brain. And what he found was, quite consistently, was that about perhaps half a second before you decide to do something, there's a spike in your brain, spike in your brainwave, that he called the readiness potential. And it was before you were aware of the decision to do anything. It was almost like an unconscious motive. And then you would decide a half second later and do it. So he found this quite consistently, that there would be the spike in brain activity, then the conscious awareness of a decision, and then you go ahead and do what you decided. The experiment concluded uh, a couple things, a couple different things. But the one that led Stephen Hawking to believe that free will was just an illusion and that determinism was correct was when it came to people pressing the button, because this is essentially what the study found. The experiment found the following sequence. A brain signal occurred about 550 milliseconds prior to the fingers moving, and then the subject had an awareness of his decision to move his fingers about 200 milliseconds prior to his fingers moving, and then the person's fingers actually moved. And Stephen Hawking found this study to be compelling for determinism because there was brain wave and brain activity before there was even any sort of conscious recognition of a decision being made, and then a decision was made. And so he thought since the origins of these brain waves and the origins of the desire and the origins of the decision were coming from some sort of subconscious factor, everything was being driven by nature. There was a few issues raised with this sort of conclusion. Even Benjamin Libet wasn't convinced that there was no free will. He didn't find a study to be convincing of determinism. And here's why. I'm going to let the, the guy I showed you earlier finish out the rest of kind of his clip as of why Benjamin didn't find this convincing along with other people that convincing in law and as far as determinism goes. Materialists have used this to suggest that we are misled by thinking that we have free will. That what, what actually happens is that our material brain just sort of makes the decision and then we kind of think that we decided, but we didn't. It was our neuro neurotransmitters and neurochemicals. But Leibet didn't agree with that. Leibet pointed out that he asked the subjects to do something more. He said, when you decide to do something, then decide not to. So you decide, I'm going to push the button. Oh, no, I'm not going to push the button. When they did that, he found that there was a readiness potential for deciding to push the button. But there wasn't a readiness potential to decide not to push it. And he said, he didn't prove the existence of free will, but he proved the existence of free won't. And that's what he called it, free won't. He said, what he sees going on in the brain with his experiments is that we are bombarded with what are probably pre-conscious or unconscious motives. And that we are freely capable of deciding whether to comply with them or not. And the decision to comply with them is not material. There's no sign of any brain activity when you decide not to comply. It shouldn't be shocking that we see brain activity or neural brain waves happening even before there's some sort of a conscious awareness of brain activity. That doesn't necessarily mean that there is no actual free will or some sort of spiritual essence interfering with 
act brain activity or interfering with the mind or interacting with the mind, however you want to put it. Because as the study showed that people could actually seem to say no and stop a decision and seize the brain waves, if you will. Just because there's a presence of stimulus doesn't mean that there isn't some sort of outside source that can stop or let that stimulus proceed. There can still be a some sort of mechanism of free will involved. That doesn't conclude that there is just determinism. It just shows that maybe that that's a way for us to make decisions. That's how decisions are presented to us in our mind. It is also often raised by theists or people who believe in some sort of spiritual realm that it's bold to assume that all, all shared human experience of consciousness, all shared human experience of free will and decision making, this shared experience that every single person is deluded and having illusions is a really, really bold claim and should require actually high levels of extreme evidence to support that case because as far as experience goes and as far as we recognize it, we have free will. We make decisions. We are conscious of making decisions. So it requires quite a lot of evidence for us to be convinced that we're being deluded into believing that we have some sort of free will. And no one actually, from a practical standpoint or a pragmatic standpoint, accepts the fact that we don't have free will. If I would go out and commit a crime and say, well, nature made me do it, no one would buy that excuse because they say you made a decision to do this. Or if I went out and slapped um, someone who believes in determinism, they would probably get angry and heated at me. But why? Because I just I just slapped them out of nature. It wasn't like I had any sort of free will in the matter. So why are they getting angry about it? It's just their nature. And then if, if it's just their nature, then why should I really care that much? It's just it's just nature. It's just what's going to happen. And I can't have any control of it because everything is predetermined anyway. So it just doesn't really, I suppose, fit our actual shared experience as human beings. And also as far as studies go, they're not conclusive to determinism. There also seems to even be evidence that free, there is a free will spirit interfering with the brain activity potentially. Again, nothing is really conclusive when it comes to science. Science is always changing as far as studies go. As far as my thoughts and as far as coming to sort of a conclusion when it comes to this sort of topic is that I believe, obviously, I believe that there, we have free will when we make decisions based on experiential evidence. Everyone experiences this idea that we have free will when we make decisions and also based on the evidence of even studies that supposedly support determinism really don't. And by what I could best tell, a lot of times I actually seem to show that we are able to make decisions and stop or activate brain activity to a certain extent at least. So I think that there is evidence for free will and I think from a purely experiential standpoint, there is evidence for free will. And to believe in determinism isn't very helpful because if I believe in determinism, I'm not going to live like I'm a determined person. I'm still going to have consciousness. I'm still going to act like I make free will decisions and still have this sense of making decisions. And so determinism doesn't make any real practical sense because you can't really practice it out. And if you try to practice it out or live by that philosophy, it just gets you in trouble and it's not very beneficial. So from a practical standpoint, determinism doesn't really make much sense. From an experiential standpoint, it doesn't really seem to make much sense from a scientific standpoint doesn't seem to be conclusive at all and so at the end of the day it seems like we would have some sort of free will and if there is some sort of free will that would imply that there's some sort of spiritual um, force at play or that human beings are more than just matter more than just atoms so this would at least lend itself to some sort of spiritual realm which is not then a far stretch from lending to itself to god who could create that spiritual realm because god himself would be a mind and able to create physical and mental worlds and it would make sense that there's a god to create these things um, out there but that is just kind of the evidence i saw that's kind of what i explored into and yeah let me know guys in the comment section if what you kind of think about the topic 
And if you guys continue enjoying this stuff, continue to follow along, share with some friends and family this podcast and this YouTube channel. And yeah, thank you guys for joining me. And as always, I guys, I hope you guys freely decide to go out there and light the world, my friends.